Today's episode is brought to you by Taft Law and its Franchise Advance Program, a one-of-a-kind program developed by your host, Josh Brown, to help entrepreneurs assess, convert, and grow your business the right way through sound franchise structures. To learn more, go to taftlaw.com and type Franchise Advance Program in the search bar. If you think like, act like, or are trying to grow like a franchise, then the Franchise Euphoria podcast is for you. Hello and welcome everybody. Josh Brown here. And I created this podcast for one main goal, to help people who are trying to grow their business through franchising or franchise-like structures to do it the right way. I've been practicing law now as a franchise lawyer for many, many years, and I've seen it done the right way and the wrong way. And this podcast is not filled with a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo. Rather, I talk with real people, people who have been there, have done it, are doing it right now. And I also dive deep into specific topics related to franchising. So if this is of interest to you, you are at the right place. Enjoy. Hello, Peter. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for coming on. We, we, get, to, we get to talk about laundry. Get to talk <laughs> Every, about- everyone's, everyone's most exciting subject, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's nothing I love to chat about more on a, on, a, on a Monday than laundry. So we should just dive right in. You are the managing director of the Mr. Jeff uh, franchise, uh, which is now uh, expanded into the United States. And so we're going to it takes some time to dive into that. Tell us, tell us for a quick. Tell us what is Mister Jeff? What, what does it do, and how did it how did it get its name? Yeah, so uh, yeah, the it, interesting origin of the name I'll get to in a second. But Mister Jeff is a uh, tech based laundry service, laundry and dry cleaning service company, uh, app based pickup and delivery, uh, small bricks and mortar operation. So you can come in store, pick up, have it delivered home. Could do it. Uh, all through the app, pickup and delivery. So it's it's a bridge between the offline and online uh, business. Started uh, the company itself. Jeff started uh, in laundry. That's where the bulk of its units around the world are. But um, it's basically becoming a source for all your daily needs app, uh, a super app, if, if you will, where we have other verticals in the shared workspace, um, Jeff Fit, we Jeff Beauty, um, and other verticals to come down the line. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Coffee just launched in, in Spain as well. So um, oh, really? Yeah. Well, how's that work? Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's a quick grab and go laundry uh, coffee concept. Um, where it's a small footprint, high quality coffee, but it's not the Starbucks concept where you're going to sit and, and work. It's just if you want to, um, you know, quickly on your way on your commute or wherever you're going and, um, everybody's busy day, get a good quality cup of coffee through an app with loyalty rewards programs, uh, cut, come, come in and grab your coffee and go. So, I mean, the idea behind Mr. Jeff is is that it's really kind of an outsourced laundry service service or app, or I, that's what I want to try to figure. Is this does Mr. Jeff has a it has a physical presence? I mean, is it a physical laundry place where you go? 
Correct. And that, and that's a big differentiating point between a lot of the apps that are out there. And um, one of the things that drew me to Mr. Jeff, I, I, I've been in the laundry industry for uh, 20 plus years now. And um, I've seen a lot of these types of companies come. They, it's, it's, it's been attractive space, especially for uh, tech-based companies. Um, and a lot of capital has come in and burned, unfortunately, because it's a, it's a highly fragmented space. Uh, there's a lot of growth. It lacked technology and innovation. So it was ripe for a disruption of these sorts. The problem is a lot of the apps came in, one of the most famous ones being uh, Washio, um, but there, there are many others. And they really just came in, built the tech and served as a tech platform and marketing company, and then outsourced the production of, of laundry. So um, really middlemen in between. The difference with Jeff is it's a franchise company and uh, in-store, on-location, on-premises, all your laundry will be done in process. All the dry cleaning is done through an environmentally safe wet cleaning process on-site, all the finishing done on-site. So there's there's really a good uh, sense of quality and taking care of the customer, which is critically important in this business and why... A lot of the uh, other companies came in. They were very good at attracting business, but uh, had a huge challenge in retaining business because you really got to take care of the customer's uh, needs. And it's a it's a intimate, personal relationship with their customers. People uh, want their clothes cared for a certain way. They want sense a certain way. They want... Uh, folded a certain way, timing of, of, you know, when they get their clothes back is very important. I know, you know, I have kids that play a lot of sports. I need their uniforms done on time. If you, you can't, you can't show up to the game without it. So that um, there, there's just a, there's a trust and a loyalty that I believe is well served by a franchise concept. It's, it's really uh, that, that, that TLC is necessary in this business. How did Mr. Jeff get started? I mean, I believe it's in, what, over 30 countries now? And talk a little bit about the history of Mr. Jeff. Yes, so Mr. Jeff was uh, it, it was born out of uh, some college uh, mates over in Spain who had developed a couple of other businesses together. And, you know, uh, like, like so many people um, uh, who are – busy uh, with either work or entrepreneurial endeavors or like, I mean, you could, you can run the gamut, uh, dual income families. So, so many people are finding that, that time is uh, such a, a valuable commodity these days and you don't have a lot of free time um, that they were looking for uh, easier, frictionlessly ways to get their laundry done. And unfortunately, couldn't find it, so decided to attack the space. Had you know, um, tech experience and tech chops, uh, saw that there wasn't really anything adequate out in the marketplace, and, and decided to go after it and, and build on their own. Uh, the founder and CEO, uh, Aloy Gomez, is a quintessential entrepreneur and, and, and founder, and uh. Uh, in 2016, um, attacked the space much more from 
a tech angle, but then saw what I was describing earlier, that there was a much bigger opportunity to really support entrepreneurs to get into this business. So um, for all the reasons I mentioned before, it's really an owner-operator business, but the infrastructure and support around that wasn't built. So the the premises build all the tools that would, you know, wouldn't be efficient for a small owner operator to build, build, build the mobile app, build the logistics uh, app, build the management suite, the POS system, the marketing platform, um, and aggregate the economies of scale that uh, would be efficient for tech. And then delivered that, putting it in the hands of uh, the owner operator to go to work. And what um, the mission of the company itself is to democratize entrepreneurship. So to really get that, uh, you know, the company started in spring, but we, you know, we relate to it here in America. You know, really that that American dream of uh, starting and owning your own business and uh, providing for yourself and your family. Giving, giving that uh, entrepreneur all the tools uh, that they need to set up, uh, find a location, build it, ramp it, and uh, and be successful in business. So what's a typical or what's a prototype franchisee that you guys are looking to bring into your system? Yeah, I think um, it, it's it's a great question. I, I've always, you know, what I found uh, to be true uh, years ago, and I think it's even more true today, is uh, especially with what's uh, gone on through the pandemic, is you've seen a lot of uh, small uh, restaurant owners, uh, unfortunately, get squeezed and hurt by uh, the pandemic. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of the traits that that small restaurant owner has um, applied to this business. And then when they do get into the business, they like it even more because they, they like the, the, the margins. I, I, restaurant businesses are notorious uh, for operating on really, really thin margins. So they, they like that um, when, when they come and see what, uh, what they experience in the laundry industry. They like the low, lower labor concept. You know, to, to run a restaurant, uh, you need an arsenal of people. Labor has more uh, become more and more challenging. So uh, that that has uh, been beneficial to them. And they they like the fact that there's uh, no, you know, there's no waste. There's no food to worry about spoiling. And, and um, you know, like so a lot of those things are upsides. And then a lot of their experience and in, in background really applies because it's that combination of you have to have good hospitality, uh, customer service, front end experience, and then, um, but also execute operationally on the back end. So it's, it's a hybrid, which are two very unique skill sets that uh, the successful restaurant owner uh, typically possesses. So I've seen that profile work very well in this business. Um, so that, that's one that really comes to, to mind. But I, I think that you can come from all walks of life. Um, it's not a trait specific or, uh, you know, 
high uh, IP content or something that, you know, is really technical that's hard to, to learn. I think it's just more about uh, taking care of the customer daily operations. So if you, if, you, if you have that experience from any sector, those skills translate really well. And um, at Jeff, we do a great job of filling in the gaps of wherever they're, uh, you know, whatever experience they don't have, we, we help support them. We have all of Jeff Academy that uh, is a really robust uh training and, and learning center that will teach them everything they ne- need to know about the business. Now, if somebody buys in, are they, are they just buying into the laundry side or are they buying into, I think you mentioned earlier, coffee and other aspects that you guys are doing with the app? The franchises are sold as, as separate uh, franchise agreements. So you, you would buy wh- whichever vertical you, you were interested in. Um, we do have concepts that uh, Jeff Malls in, in other countries where we put the concepts side by side. Um, and I can see down the road that uh, a, a lot of uh, fran- franchisees like to get uh, diversified in their portfolios. So I, I can see a single franchisee being a franchise owner of motor- multiple verticals uh, down the road. But they it's relatively new, these new verticals, so we, we don't have that overlap today, but I, I, I think it will come down the road where I'll see a successful, so, uh, somebody develop a successful franchise network in a market with laundry and then um, really dominate that market and then love the, love the Jeff brand, love the Jeff team and support, and then want to expand through other verticals. Uh, and already have brand name recognition in a market, understand the system, can cross uh, market to their existing customer base. So customer acquisition costs get driven down. So I think there, there's a lot of benefits down the road to, to the uh, to the different verticals. But in a short answer to your question is you, you buy it uh, standalone right now. Do you, I know you've got a couple locations in North America, one being in, in Brooklyn. Where's the other location? We have uh, one in Queens, one in Brooklyn, and we actually just opened our first store in the South Florida market, which is going to be a big market for us um, in Coral Gables that, that opened uh, last week. So that's that's the third location. What's it been like uh, for you? What's the experience been like uh, expanding to the U.S.? It's, you know, th- uh, this has been a long time coming uh for for the years it's it's interesting that this uh concept evolved and grew so rapidly overseas first because i i think that uh there's a much bigger opportunity for it here in the u.s there's a much more mature market of laundry service here in the u.s and any other market and the growth trends in the laundry service sector have been um, off the charts. So I, I, as I mentioned, I've been in the industry for 20 years. I owned and operated my own uh, large format, uh, big box laundromats, which was predominantly self-service. And I, I worked for the biggest chain of self-service laundromats in the U.S., which is parent company Laundry Capital, one of the brands, biggest brand is Clean Rights Centers. 
And uh, what I saw in those experiences over the years was, well, the stores were originally built 20 years ago, primarily or almost exclusively focused on self-service. We've seen the revenues of those boxes shift without even an effort to shift them. Um, You're just seeing a natural migration of, uh, you know, self-service to full-service laundry. So a store that did uh, virtually no um, uh, wash and fold uh, 20 years ago could be upwards of 20% of the revenue today and growing. So you see the writing on the wall of of this change and um, there there really isn't uh, a brand or a platform or tech built to to really uh, accommodate this uh, this seismic shift in 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 such a large industry. So I think um, you know extremely excited about uh, Jeff coming into the market and, and I can't wait for for the years to come. Now, are you still involved with CleanRight at all, or? So yeah, uh, it's uh, it's an interesting path. So I, I, as I mentioned, you know, I was, I was with CleanRight for uh, twenty years in various capacities, ran the operations for some time. Um, a couple years ago, the the founder of CleanRight and I uh, decided to go out and start a venture capital fund that was exclu- exclusively focused on this industry, on our industry. Um, and uh, the reason we did that is we saw these major opportunities, but we weren't able to execute on the tech side. That's, that wasn't our core competency, not our DNA. And we saw a lot of young, hungry entrepreneurs wanting to get into the space, but really not knowing the nuts and bolts of the industry really well. So we thought we could be really good value-added investors. Um, you know, number one, with our history and, and expertise, the others, we had a, you know, a, uh, a huge lab of stores to experiment with concepts. And uh, the others just uh, had a really good reputation and network throughout the industry to, to uh, help companies scale and, um, and also help them navigate around the landmines. So that uh, that we we you know made some small investments uh, scattered around some different startups, uh, a couple of which were, were extremely successful. And then in my research, came across uh, Mr. Jeff and was really blown away by the concept. So we did extensive due diligence on them and decided to make a extremely sizable investment in the company. Is that what's helping take it into the U.S.? Yeah, so it, it was sort of uh, just dumb luck. Uh, we, I, I met Aloy, the CEO, uh, at the same time they were really planning and uh, had a, a strategic plan to uh, launch in the U.S. So we, we came on as a, an investor and also... Uh, as part of that investment, agreed to be their collaborative partner to help in their launch. And um, so it was, again, a, a, a value-added investment and also develop a joint venture with the CleanRight uh, entity to help pilot and, 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 um, and launch the, the, the first stores in the U.S., 
And in doing that, uh, you know, when we started to prepare for this, I, I was on the venture fund side. Uh, it, it just the, the traction and the momentum and the excitement around the concept coming to the U.S. and the growth trajectory has just been um, so unbelievable. And, and uh, there's been so much energy around it that we decided to be best served if I uh, shifted over to Jeff full time and, and, and lead the U.S. effort. So that's that's what I've done. What, so what's your what's your goal for 2022 in terms of expansion? To that, uh, so in 22, we're looking to sell between 100 and 200 franchises uh, across the U.S. Or like I, I mentioned before, South Florida would be a big market. Certainly, uh, Texas, uh, Houston, Dallas, Austin are, are going to be big markets for us. Uh, the Northeast Corridor, uh, uh, New York, New Jersey, Boston, um, some some major markets as well. And then uh, we'll, you know, expand from there. That's pretty ambitious. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, yeah, it's interesting. You look at it in, in one light as uh, ambitious, but I, I think I'm viewed uh, in, in, the, in the Jeff ranks as conservative, considering, <laughs> considering they sold 2,000 franchises across 30 countries in just a couple of years. Uh, my, my goal of 200 is... Uh, uh, yeah, notoriously slow <laughs> in, in the company. Hey, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. <laughs> right. I think it is ambitious, but I, I, I think it is also uh, extremely doable. Now, now that we have uh, some of the first stores coming online and uh, people will see the, the results, I, I, I think there, there was a lot of people waiting the ranks looking for that, that validation here in the U.S. So, so now that we're uh, starting to come online, I, I, I think that we have a huge pipeline of uh, franchisees that that are ready to pull the trigger and move forward with territories. How are you finding these franchisees? Are you going through broker networks, or are you guys doing this through social media, your own marketing, combination of everything? It's an all of the above strategy. So that definitely, you know, uh, direct marketing. Uh, Channels, franchise shows, brokerage networks. Um, there's there's been a lot of uh, media attention, focus, and then then we also I just through my experience in network in the in the laundry sector. There, there's just been a, a big personal network of, uh, uh, of of people interested in laundry, understand this trend and shift to to wash and fold. So. Very excited about participating in that growth as well. Well, as we wind down this interview, you're winding to a close. Tell me, if you can, above and beyond everything that you said, which you, you know, you've shared a lot today about the brand, so we appreciate that. What's the one thing that differentiates Mr. Jeff from its competitors, in your opinion? I think it's the the franchisee. Um, you know, getting that quality uh, owner that is uh you know lives and dies by their business and 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 taking care of their customer and takes pride in every order is what this business needs because when uh, a lot of people in retail focus on the average ticket which uh, you know in, in in this business is uh 30 to 40 dollars but what they lose sight of is the perception of value 
in the customer's eyes. So they're, they're not dropping off. It's not a $40 transaction in their eyes. They're dropping off thousands of dollars of value um, in that 50 pound bag of laundry. They're, as I mentioned before, their kids' uniforms. They're dropping off their favorite pair of jeans, their lucky t-shirt, you know, you, you shrink that, you lose it, color damage, it bleeds. I mean, it's irreplaceable. So that that trust and loyalty um, is very important. And that, that's what a uh, the franchisee who represents the brand uh, brings to this business. And I think it's it's hard to replicate in in, in these scaled operations where it's just being shipped out as a commodity, um, you know, uh, thousands of pounds of laundry just being sent somewhere, it's done and then delivered back. That's really hard to execute without this hands-on owner-operator in the box that loves to take care of uh, people's clothes. I, I, I think that that's critically, that's critically important. So getting those ambassadors for us, those franchisees is, is really important. And, and then, um, building a brand together with them that, that people trust. I think the, the one big difference between self-service and full service or the wash and fold business mm-hmm. is trust and branding really matters. So in self-service, people do their own clothes. But when you talk about full service laundry, there's a lot of implicit trust when they hand over their clothes to you and uh, executing uh, on a very high level consistently all the time um, is is critically important. You, you can process thousands of pounds of, of laundry, but you you like I said, you, you make that one mistake and, and, and it's a it's a huge deal to the person on the other end. So um, and it's uh, it it takes it takes somebody who truly cares to have that level of excellence uh, day in and day out every day. Um, and make sure they build a team around them that that does that. So I think that I think that's the biggest difference for me. Now, are you guys building up your operations team in the U.S. or where where's the bulk of the operations team to to support the, the growth? So we we certainly we have, we have a huge team based in Valencia, Spain, um, and then uh, teams around the world. But yes, uh, the U.S. is a critical market here. So I'm building up a, a team. As we speak, uh, that will continue to grow o- over the next year. I think we'll we'll um, you know grow with uh, many different uh, key key roles and, and members of the team that'll be boots on the ground here in the U.S. as well. And for those interested in learning more about the Mister Jeff franchise, where where would you direct them to? So they they can visit the uh, our website at MisterJeffApp.com, um, or they can reach out to me directly at peter.stern at mrjeffapp.com. Um, and uh, happy to field any questions uh, about Mr. Jeff or laundry in, in general, preferably the laundry business, not how to get their uh, uh, red wine stains out of their clothing, but I'll, I'll field that too if they need it. Well, thank you, Peter, for coming on and and sharing all this uh, great information about the, the franchise and, of course, reminding me that I have a lot of laundry to get done with myself. So thank you for that and uh, wish you uh, best of luck in the future. All right. Great. Thanks so much. 
Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Franchise Euphoria. If you enjoyed it, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It really helps to get this show out to more and more people. Also, if you have any questions, have ideas for guests or topics, please email me, josh at IndieFranchiseLaw.com. That's josh at Indie, I-N-D-Y, FranchiseLaw.com. And finally, please note that this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes and is not in any way, shape, or form meant to be any kind of legal advice. If you're seeking legal advice, please contact a lawyer. Have a great one. Happy franchising.